positive thoughts all the time, then the negative thoughts can't get in. And every time a negative thought tries to get in, you just kill it with positivity. But you don't kill it because you don't do anything violent because you're not angry. <laughs> And welcome back to the Hard Feelings Podcast. This is, of course, my mental health podcast where I talk about things like anxiety and depression, aka hard feelings. I'm so excited to have you here this week. If you are watching the visual podcast, then you will see I have a very eccentric makeup look on. So I will definitely link all those products down below. And if you've got FOMO because you're just listening, head on over to YouTube or Instagram so you can see the bold makeup that I'm wearing because honestly, it's, it's really good. I feel really powerful today. But anyway, not what this podcast is about. I am sort of adding on to last week's episode this week. I would say it's a sequel, although you really don't need to watch the last episode. Last week, I talked all about extra hard feelings, aka the ones that we'd like to push down and pretend don't exist. I talked about anger. I talked about rudeness. I talked about being inconsiderate and how those are all emotions that I repress within myself because I think of them as negative. But because of the book I've been reading, lately, which is called Dark Side of the Light Catchers by Debbie Ford, I have been learning that every single emotion that exists, exists within me. Because we as humans contain every single emotion. And the more we try to suppress certain emotions that we've deemed as bad, the more control they have over us. So I've been trying to work on embracing all of my emotions and everything. And anger has been the one that's really been sticking with me. I talked about it a little bit in last week's episode, how like I don't like to be angry. I you know, serenity now, my anger. I just say no, be kind, no, be good. And I just push it down and push it down and try not to be angry. And you know what? It hasn't done me any favors. I really thought I could kill off the angry feelings with positivity. I think a lot of us are taught that growing up. Like, just be positive. If you just think positive thoughts all the time, then the negative thoughts can't get in. And every time a negative thought tries to get in, you just kill it with positivity. But you don't kill it because you don't do anything violent because you're not angry. <laughs> Toxic positivity has not done me any favors so far. And I was talking about that in therapy with my therapist this week. How for a long time, I've tried to deny that I feel angry. You know, I've admitted that I feel sad. I've admitted that I feel a little frustrated, maybe a little bit irritable, but using the word angry just never felt like something I could claim. But the more I've been paying attention to it lately, the more I realize, wait, I'm actually like really angry all the time. And it's little things that make me angry, you know, like people walking too slowly on the streets, somebody cutting me off, somebody not stepping out of the way when I'm carrying a bunch of stuff. You know, like silly little things like that that make you feel irritable. Men catcalling you on the street. That one makes me really angry. But I can recall only like a couple of instances in the last many years of when I've gotten angry and like actually expressed my anger. One of them, I was overstimulated, full disclosure. I yelled at my boyfriend because he was coughing too much. That's a pretty clear cut and dry, just I was overstimulated and stressed. That is the thing that set me off. I immediately apologized and was like, this is misplaced anger. I am sorry. And then there was another time
time back in college where I actually really did yell at someone. That's like the only time I can ever remember yelling at someone. Basically, it was a situation where a boy had expressed that he liked me. I rejected him because I did not like him back. Then he implied that I was a slut. So obviously, I went off on the boy. And I'll tell you, I don't even remember what I said. It was, it was one of those blind rage moments where you're just saying things and saying things. But I do remember that he was scared. And he never called me that again, so that was all good. Um, but yeah, nowadays I, I write off my rage as just being a little bit irritable. Maybe I'm just hungry. Maybe I'm just overtired. Those are always the ones I go to. I usually try to blame my anger or irritability, as I call it, on being overtired or hungry or overstimulated, when the reality is a lot of times my anger is justified, totally justified. Like I said earlier, when I'm just trying to go for a walk on the street and men can't call me. Like, that is infuriating. It is infuriating to be a woman trying to walk alone and have some peace when these men on the street just cannot let you be. Doesn't matter what you're wearing. This morning it happened to me. I was wearing my baggy sweatshirt, an oversized jacket over that, my freaking Crocs, and a man cat called me from across the street. But do you want to know what I did today? Okay, no. Let me set the scene. This has clearly been weighing on my mind a lot lately, and it feels like the universe is trying to give me tests to deal with my anger because yesterday I'm going for my mental health walk and some men in a truck slow down next to me and start saying things I can't even hear what they're saying but I can tell that they're being inappropriate and I just looked at them and looked away and just like got frustrated and but just kept walking because I, I didn't know what to do I was like my instinct was to flip them off I really wanted to flip them off because that's just my natural angry instinct but I had to think you know am I safe to do that I, I don't know if that would be safe for me it was broad daylight there were other people around but I just felt so like paralyzed by anger and fear and sadness that this is something I have to go through on a daily basis or at least a frequent basis and I I just it took such a toll on me. It really ruined my afternoon until I got to talk to my therapist. Literally stars aligning that I got to have therapy the day that this happened. But I was telling my therapist about just like how bad it made me feel. I went home and cried a little just because I was like, I hate that this has such an effect on me. It made me so angry, but I wasn't able to do anything. And my therapist explained to me that anger is a secondary emotion. So anger is always coupled with something else, often fear or sadness. You know, you could be sad that this is the life that many women have to lead, where we can't just go for a walk in peace without random strangers objectifying us. Like, that's really sad. And the anger comes along with that because it, anger wants to protect you, she was saying. Anger comes up when you are feeling injustice. So that particular situation yesterday where these men were objectifying me while I was just trying to walk and mind my business, my brain came out and said, hey, that's injustice. We are angry, but I wasn't able do anything about it because like I said I felt scared and I felt like I didn't know if I was safe to flip them off or to shout something back so I just didn't do anything so there was nowhere for my anger to go and it was just festering in me and once I talked it through with my therapist and talked it out loud I felt a lot better and she said to me like anger wants to be witnessed you need to get through the anger in order for the feeling to pass so when we just keep pushing it down the anger's not going to go away because it hasn't been witnessed anger wants to be witnessed and told yes you are just 
justified in feeling this way. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay to express your anger. And I think I told myself for a long time that like the only way to express your anger is to scream and shout and curse and fight. And that's just so not in my nature to do. I'm not a violent person. I really don't like to yell or anything, probably because I suppress my anger constantly, but that just doesn't feel natural to me. But she explained that there's other ways to have your anger be witnessed and that can be venting to a friend and just letting them know like I need to speak about this situation I need to feel justified in this situation you know talk to someone who you really trust who is going to you know give you good feedback back and say like yeah that's awful you shouldn't have to deal with that that's so unfair that's so unjust and to give that anger the recognition that it deserves it needs for you or someone else or you and someone else to acknowledge that it is justified in feeling this feelings and that the feeling of anger in this situation is valid. But okay, here's where the story gets better. So that happened yesterday, right? Today I'm going for another mental health walk. I go for one every freaking morning. They're very good for my mental health. And I'm walking and this guy on a motorcycle is staring at me from across the street. And I kind of look over quickly and then I look back down and I can like feel him staring at me so that I look over and he makes like a kissy face or something. And I just had this moment where I was like, am I gonna do the same thing that I did yesterday and just sit here and feel terrible all day and let this ruin my entire day? Or am I gonna express my anger a little bit? Don't worry if you're a family member listening to this and you're like, oh my God, what is she gonna do? I didn't do anything rash. Um, I did flip him off though. Did give him a big old bird and do you know what he said back? He said, I love you. And I just kept walking flipped him off one more time behind me, and I just kept going. And here's the deal, I wouldn't have done that if I didn't know I was in a safe situation. There were a lot of other people around. We were literally in front of, between a church and a school, like I evaluated the situation. I knew that that was safe for me, okay? I would not do that if I was in a dark alley with nobody else around, but you know what? I gotta say I felt a lot better afterwards. I just expressing the anger, even a little bit. I didn't say a word to him. I didn't have to verbally express anything. I just gave him the universal symbol for F off, dude, get the frick out of here. I am not interested. And I felt good. I felt good. I felt like my anger got to be acknowledged. It got to be witnessed. I felt justified in what I did and it helped. And I'm not saying like every time a man cat calls me, I'm gonna flip him off from now on. I might, you know, develop a bit of a rotation. I was telling my therapist my dream, my absolute dream would be to be able to throw up on command because I feel like that would help to psychologically rewire men's brains so that every time they cat call someone, they can just think of me vomiting. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my dream. But I can't vomit on command. So that's probably not ever gonna happen. My therapist suggests I gag. That's a good idea. I'm gonna have to practice my gagging. But you know, just like having a response. And like I said, it's not always safe to do so. I'm not telling you as the listener, if you are a, a young woman listening to this, I'm not telling you to flip off every man the cat calls you because I, it sucks. It's not always safe for us to do that. But if you don't have a situation where you can do that, like I said, venting to a friend, punch in your pillow, put on All American Bitch by Olivia Rodrigo. I listened to that song on repeat like 10 times after this whole interaction happened because I just needed like, the energy was there and I was 
like, yes, I need to be hearing these lyrics. I am built like a mother and a total machine. I feel for your every little issue. I know just what you mean. Ah, such a good song. That's going to be the mental health song of the week again. Just giving you a heads up because it really fits the angry vibe. That song fits the angry vibe so well because she talks about how like all the time I'm grateful all the time. I'm sexy and I'm kind. I'm pretty when I cry. Like that is what we expect women to be. We expect them to just be grateful and smile all the time. Oh, and she has another lyric where she says, I don't get angry when I'm pissed. I'm an eternal optimist. I scream inside to deal with it. Literally what could ever be more true of the female experience. I scream inside to deal with it. I never express my anger out loud. And that's why we've all got mental health problems. <laughs> when we suppress our emotions, they have nowhere to go. They just fester and they build up inside of you. Like I mentioned in last week's episode, Kramer and Frank Costanza both keep saying serenity now when they're frustrated. Kramer keeps saying serenity now, serenity now. And then at the end of the episode, he blows up and he breaks all those computers. So, if you just keep pushing down your anger, there is liability for you to blow. And, you know, I was saying that to my therapist yesterday too, and she said, you know, I don't think that's necessarily the case for you. I don't think you need to worry about getting to this place where you're gonna blow up and yell at people you love. I don't think that's inevitable for everyone. But she said it certainly doesn't feel good, does it, when you don't acknowledge your anger. And that's what she said. Anger needs to be witnessed. Anger pops up when you can feel a sense of injustice. When there is injustice, there is anger. And like she said too, anger is a secondary emotion that usually pops up with something else. I often will cry when I'm angry, which has been very frustrating throughout my life because I don't feel like a lot of men understand that frustrated crying is a thing that a lot of women have. And I don't want to generalize, maybe some men do too, but when I'm put in a situation where I'm really, really frustrated, I, I tend to cry. And my therapist saying that anger is a secondary emotion gave me gave me some closure on that situation. I've really hated that part of myself for a long time. I've hated the part of me that angry cries, but her explaining that anger is a secondary emotion and is often coupled with sadness makes it make a lot of sense. I was laid off from a job a few years ago and I cried while it was happening because I was so frustrated at the situation. It was a really unjust situation. I was not being let go for justified reasons. It was basically a semantics thing. And so I was really frustrated when they were asking me for my thoughts on the whole thing. And I had to say during the meeting, I need you to understand that I'm crying because I'm frustrated, not because I am sad that you are letting me go right now. These are frustrated tears. And I could just see their faces glaze over in the room. There was two men in the room and I was like, they just, they don't understand this. And they just think I am this weak woman and maybe I'm projecting that on them. Maybe they didn't see me as weak or whatnot, but I have held that judgment towards my angry tears for a long time saying like, oh, I'm weak if I could just hold them in. And I feel a lot of freedom now knowing that anger is a secondary emotion and is often coupled with sadness. And it all comes from the injustice of the situation. We are often angry at injustice at the same time as being sad that this exists. And like I said, the only way to get through this emotion of anger, notice how I'm not saying get over, I'm saying get through it is to witness it, to acknowledge it, and to justify the feeling instead of trying to repress it or push it down. So yeah, 
Those are my thoughts about anger at the moment. I'm gonna try to witness my own anger more. I've noticed something else. If you don't have the opportunity for someone else to witness your anger, say you're at home and you're not gonna be able to talk to someone for a while, journaling helps too. Just getting the thoughts out, even if you don't know what to say. My greatest advice for journaling when you're angry is to not think. Just write down what's in your head. Write down what you're thinking. It's not a writing assignment. You're not submitting it to anyone. Hopefully no one ever reads it if you don't want them to. So just write whatever you're feeling. You could even scribble journal. Ooh, that could be a good mental health tip of the week. I gotta scribble journal more because honestly, the few times I've done it, it's been wonderful. So basically what you do is you just get a pen. Yes, that's how you journal. Everybody take notes. This is how we journal. Step one, get a pen. And you literally just scribble. You sit here and you write like this and you think in your head what you're thinking. You just allow the thoughts to come through and you write down as you're going. And I gotta tell you, it's a relief. It's gonna feel silly when you first start doing it, but it really does feel good. And sometimes it can get you to the place where you then do have the words to write down. Sometimes you just feel so angry and so frustrated and it's such an injustice that you're, you're like shaking. You can't even get the words down. I've been there before where like the hand is shaking too much to even write the words down. So scribble journaling is a great option for those instances or really any instance. If you're someone who is not really into journaling and you're not used to, you don't know how to put the words down. First of all, there's no wrong way to journal. Like I said, just write down whatever's in your head. It doesn't need to make a lick of sense. That's fine. But scribble journaling is a great option for you as well. But yeah, I would love to know how you guys deal with anger. How do you make sure that your anger gets witnessed? In the book I was listening to that I referenced before, Dark Side of the Light Chasers, Dark Side of the Light Catchers, Dark Side of the Light Chasers, I always forget the name. I'll put it down below in the description. But Debbie Ford says that a, a good way to do that is to scream. She says a lot of people have never really fully screamed out loud and screaming can help. So I gotta find a quiet place to go scream because I do live in an apartment building. I might try screaming into the pillow. I will say putting on like thrashing music, like angry music helps and to just like allow yourself to move, put some punches in there. I'm telling you, All American Bitch is a great one for that. I scream inside to deal with it and then she does scream in that song. So you can scream along with Miss Olivia Rodrigo. You gotta get the anger out. You gotta get your body moving too. Shaking it out, there is scientific evidence to shaking out your body to help release emotions that are pent up inside of you. I'm giving a lot of hacks this week. This has been a very rambly episode. I hope that you got something out of this. I hope that if nothing else, this encourages you to explore your own anger a little more. Because guess what? Even if you think you're not an angry person, we all are because we all contain the entire range of human emotions. It's what makes us human. It's what makes us whole. I definitely recommend you give that book by Debbie Ford a listen. It's been very eye-opening and I feel like the universe has been giving me a lot of tests because of it, which is good because tests are the only way that we can move forward and learn our lessons and move forward in our mental health journey. We gotta accept all of our emotions in order to take care of our mental health. I really thought I could be on this mental health journey for a long time without acknowledging my anger. Like I said in the beginning, just toxic positivity, toxic positivity constantly, using positive thoughts to drown out the negative thoughts. But guess what? It might be drowning out the negative thoughts, but they're still there. It's not making them disappear. So at least honor those negative thoughts, honor those angry thoughts, give witness to them so that you can move through them. 
yeah okay that feels like a good spot to wrap up thanks so much for listening check out the description box or the show notes for links to the book i referenced links to my youtube channel my instagram all that good stuff just go check it out down below and i thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next friday with a new episode bye take care of yourself <laughs>